Hello and welcome to 7 Minutes in Hell podcast. I'm Camry. Hi, I'm Joe. Thanks for joining us. It's a podcast. Yep, thank you. And today we are joined by Julie Tice. She is from (laughs) Netflix's new like reality competition show um, called The Trust. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. You're the villain. No, oh my God. Oh, what? What? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No. We'll get we'll oh, for later. Oh, goodness. Anyway, no, Julie's been so nice. She's literally, yeah. So we'll, been we'll an see angel. Yeah, what, what she has to say about the show. But uh, this is a fun show. We have three topics. We talk about each topic for seven minutes and uh, we'll all be closer by the end. Or maybe we'll have conflict like a reality show. <laughs> like she really is a villain. <laughs> She's a villain. Well, I usually fight with Camry because we have sort of our own. We have a dynamic. Villain dynamic. <laughs> okay. Hero, Good villain. Cop. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you decide who's the hero. <laughs> you know, I think it's me. But, but you decide. Okay. Well. Mm-hmm. Since we have Julie here, uh, she's going to talk about the trust. Netflix is the trust. Um, and tell us about her experiences and mm. how it's gone so far. As of right now, I think there are four episodes out on Netflix. Um, and things have gone down and <laughs> oh. the world has some thoughts. So, Julie, would you like to start us off on this? Yeah. So I was part of Netflix's The Trust, where they brought in 11 strangers into a beautiful mansion. And the premise of it was, is we all showed up. We had no clue what we were going to be doing. They told us nothing about the show, the concept. They had us blindfolded. So I take off my blindfold. I'm like, there's a grandma right here. There's a cowboy right here. (laughs) Like, how is there any going to be something that we have in common of what we're doing? And Brooke, Baldwin, she's the host of the show. She says, congratulations. You all just won a quarter of a million dollars so that you can share among all of you. So very different than a show like Survivor. There doesn't have to be one winner. So you can go in the house and choose to share. But if one person decides to vote at the Cliff's Edge, we all get to do it every single week and it's anonymous. If one person decides to vote, it's majority vote. So that one person would go home. So you can decide to do this whole experience and we could have lived kumbaya summer (laughs) camp uh had a great time or you can choose to vote someone out of the trust and keep more for yourself whoa okay i'm hooked let's start the (laughs) clock let's go deeper into this show so wait how did you even get on the show how did you hear about this show i didn't hear about it i had two years prior to me leaving for the show a casting director had reached out to me to film another show and he was like will you and your boyfriend go on the show and I was like Mm. we're broken up I will not be doing that I was like so I can't he's like well you could still interview for part like to be a hot single I was like oh because I at that time I had never thought about doing reality tv Mm -hmm. um no one's ever referred to me as a hot single I just want (laughs) to put that in no one's asking me to be on a reality show so that's cool for you that's good (laughs) thank you (laughs) I am taken so that's, can't be seen. That's why. That's yes. why. Oh, that's yeah. okay. why. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I ended up making it on that show as an alternate. And I was kind of like, that was dumb. Why was this even put on my heart? Because then I got excited about it and then it didn't happen. Yeah. I'm like, whatever. Screw mm-hmm. reality TV. Mm-hmm. And then that same casting director ended up reaching out to me almost a year later. And he's like, hey, there's this new show coming up. I think you'd be perfect for it. I can't tell you anything about it. Will you interview for it? So I started interviewing and the interview took like four months. They keep putting you through, putting you through. I still had no clue about what the show would be. I didn't know it was Netflix. So I I quit my job. I put everything on hold. Like I bet on myself so much for a gut feeling. I'm like, this could be a one episode on like Peacock. 
Mm-hmm. Sorry, Peacock. Whoa, uh, Peacock burn. In, Villain and energy. <laughs> Sorry, Comcast. This is why. She's coming for your ass. So then I, yeah, I showed up to Dominican Republic, still didn't know. There was a, a man holding my name. It didn't speak English. It just says Julie Lynn, which, so it's not even my last name. And I was oh. like, I point me. He just nods, big guy, nods, okay. takes my luggage, puts it in a van that has blacked out windows. And I just sit there and you're Listen, like, this is it. <laughs> this is over. Julie, I don't want to give end. you advice because clearly it worked out for you. <laughs> but I think you could be murdered. I point. thought I was being trafficked, trafficked yeah. for multiple times yeah. because I wasn't allowed to tell anyone <laughs> where scary. I was going. So you still didn't know it was Netflix when he's holding this sign uh-huh. that doesn't say your name? No. How many red flags do you need, Julie? I, I was kind of like, crazy. what? A, I, She's like, you know what point. I thought though? It was so elaborate that I'm like, if I'm being trafficked, these people are doing a really good job. <laughs> they and deserve I, it. I appreciate hard workers. You got to have the work ethic if you're really going to make that work. They put in the work. Okay. This is insane. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to like filming yet. That's so then wild. you're meeting, you're blindfolded. Yeah. Do you take still every, not know what's going they on? They take everything away from us. We're quarantined in a hotel room for two days. They tape over the little lookout. Oh. You can't leave oh. your room. Oh. You get like 15 minutes a day where you can leave. I'm like, I'm in rehab, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I think you're in a holding cell. Yeah. Big, big surprise. They have to go out of the country to like mm-hmm. break yeah. human rights violations. So before they start filming, they take away our phones. So we have no phones, no books, no journals, no no TV, Books. no music, no music. So when you're kind of like, these people are acting crazy. I wonder why. So they take all of that away. They start filming, but we're all blindfolded. So in the show where our reactions are looking around and Brooke tells Real. us, you all want a quarter million dollars. And we're like, oh, it's very genuine. We had no clue what we were doing. Wow. And then filming starts. Oh my God. I cannot get over that. That's yeah. so scary. This is, I'm, why and am then, I panicking And right then now? obviously you're in a house with other, like, People have to be just as crazy as me yeah. to be right. like, we don't even know what's happening. We're like, sign me up. Like, we all did this. They, you <laughs> all agreed. Okay, well, let's talk about you turning into the villain then. Because this is fascinating. <laughs> you seem very nice. Yes. Yeah. And you're friends with our friend, Elizabeth, friend of the show, former guest. Maybe repeat guest. I don't know. She's in the room, but we won't speak to her. <laughs> you're, you're a nice person. What's going on with these people? They're torturing <laughs> you and then they're making you look different or what's the deal? I think what I always question when people would say, I got the villain edit, but you're like, okay, but you said that it's not so much that things are taken out of context, but there is so much more Mm -hmm. context to the story. Mm -hmm. Or there are times where you're like, you're being funny. You're cracking jokes. Like if all of us before this was even on, we're being funny, take that out, take other parts of, and none of your full personality, none of your depth, none of your like, nah, I'm just kidding. And put those all together. So that's why I think people need to understand is there's just so much more context yeah. than what gets shown. Or I'm like, I thought I was being funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's a joke. It's a joke. So a yeah. joke. You're, you're not a villain in real life. The internet says as of right now, but also it, it is TV. It is entertainment. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're welcome. Yeah. Right. Drama for the, the humor. <laughs> Someone's got to romance, do it. Like all of that. Um, Did you say romance? There is a romance on the show. With money involved. Yeah. And can you trust anyone? Oh my god! And so, and there is strategy to be played. Like it is still a game. And so there's a lot of people like how, you know, all these evil, greedy people, but it is also a game. And you just met 11 strangers Mm -hmm. in a house. Like, how could you trust them? We all have different stories around money. And that's why the show's supposed Mm -hmm. to be interesting. And what I hope that it shows 
it, and this is what I thought it would show is the complexity of a person is that someone isn't just good or bad or black and white, that their decisions around money isn't supposed to be this clear cut thing. So I'm surprised that audiences are taking it <laughs> mm. that way because yeah. I'm like, it's supposed to show the complexities of someone in their past and how they're dealing with their choices that they have to make in the house. Mm. That is we'll really see. interesting. <laughs> so <laughs> you, crossed. you know how this all turns out. I do, but I haven't seen how the editing shows. Yeah. So mm. you, people have to remember too, is that there is eight episodes. We were filming for almost a month. So there are hours That's of conversations, lot. hours of relationships building. We don't have TV or music. All we have is to talk to each other. So you get one hour, which was like a span of a week. And all we're, we're talking, talking, talking. Wait, how long were you there? About a month. month. You were there for a month. And they condense it to eight episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I wonder what's going to get cut. And we're what's filming 24-7. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing is when people are like, oh, you were emotional here or that. There was probably hours of conversations, right. like Led up to that. a ton of relationships that were built and strengthened because it's like, how are people, how are you saying your, your family, your friends? Some of that I was like, y'all are being fake. But other times <laughs> you, you only have each other yeah. in the house. I say like in one day, I say probably like 30 things that are really <laughs> stupid or like. Joe's secrets. <laughs> so I can't imagine now you're like, we have a month. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, final seven seconds, Camry. This sounds really exciting. Um, well, not the part where you got kidnapped, but the rest of it sounds cool. <laughs> well, that was a strong finish. I got scared. Yeah, you got scared. I well, did. Hey, maybe Netflix will watch this and they'll think you and I could be on another show. Called Best Friends Forever. Or, or like we have to, maybe we have to work as a team, but we have conflict. What an idea. It's called, <laughs> it's called Conflict Squad USA. Conflict Island. It Conflict has to be oh, on okay. Island. You put it, it on an island. Be on then an island. Make it sexy. Then I'm topless on, on the beach. Yes, exactly. Who wants to see me topless on the beach? Stick around and you just might. We're going to take a really quick break real quick. So. Are we going to the beach? I think we're going to go to the beach. <laughs> okay. So. Join us from the beach after this break. Seven Minutes in Hell is proudly brought to you by The Chivery. Feeling bland, boring, and uninspired? What an easy way to lift your spirits and make life worth living. The Chivery has the perfect thing to soothe what ails you. Chive teas. Chive teas are like a hug from an old friend on a crisp autumn eve. Or a tall iced tea on a hot summer's day. Wear a chive tea out and about and get ready for the compliments. So many compliments you'll feel like my smile. Loved by all. Don't settle for bland and boring when you can be bold and beautiful. Shop the store at thechivery.com and shine on like Joe's Grill. Welcome back to the show. You know, speaking of the Chivery, I'm wearing a great design. Check it out. Thechivery.com. Camry. Yes. Mm hmm. Can I help you? Yes. You have the next topic. <laughs> oh, that's what that was for. Okay. <laughs> that was a toss. Okay. Didn't come across that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we're obviously on the topic of reality TV. So I'm just going to dive right into it. Mine is how real is reality TV? Start the clock. So from your perspective, say what you can. Obviously don't. You can't show how the sausage is made. But what was what's your perspective on this? The you, like you do say all of that, but it's all of the stuff that is left out that makes you feel like 
that wasn't even really how it was. And I'll say after we had filmed, even producers came up to us and they're like, remember how this was? And they're like, you guys are all going to be frustrated because there's conversations that can be two hours long and you take two sentences out of it. And then people are forming their own opinions. So it is less about that things are taken out of context, but how much context there actually was. But on the other side of that, like there, you trust the producers, like that is your whole world. If things feel big, you don't see the news. You don't see anything outside. So there's like one scene that I'm getting a lot of hate on and because Mm. producers will be like, you should grab them for a conversation. And there's one particular one where I'm like, I don't think that's a very good idea. I'm like, that's not like (laughs) smart. That's not smart strategy on my part. But then you think, okay, well maybe they know something I don't, something that's going to help the show, like maybe something that's going to help me. So I'm like, Okay, I guess. And then so people are on there like, Julie's so stupid for like talking to him, saying this. And I was like, I wasn't, I, I thought the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to say anything either. <laughs> so there is, there is editing, there is production. There's choices that maybe you wouldn't have made um, if you weren't only in a house with people, but also if someone wasn't like, you should do this. Right. Pushing you to it. Producers seem to be like God in a sense in these places. And I think that's so interesting how they have so much <laughs> say over everything. So were they like, do they have that much power over y'all? Like not over y'all, but you know. <laughs> I know in some ways I'm like, we're just their little Sims. I mean, <laughs> we would, and I have love for the producers because I'm like, they made a really good show. Yeah. The Trust is a great show. But there were times where like, we would kind of see the rules of the game and we would want to put against it. And I remember one time, like the producer, he's like, I'm the game maker. He's like, don't try to play the game maker. And like, it was in a very playful way, but you would, us behind the scenes, like we were like, oh, maybe we don't, it doesn't have to be this way. Or we'd make it so it was less inflammatory. And they're like, we're going to get the show we want to <laughs> get. And so then there's another side of it where you're like, I'll give you the show you want to, yeah. you want to get like, cause there's multiple facets of anyone's personality. And so you do kind of know when the producers are, they're asking you so many questions that seem around a certain category. And I'm like, okay, I can see what you're trying to get. But even if you say something against it, you're like, no, I'm not going to like, let them get that. You could explain yourself and that part's not going to make it right on camera. Of course. <laughs> they're going to, they're going to get the show they want, which mm. they do a good job at that. Yeah. It's a great show. <laughs> I am thinking about my personal behavior and like how you could edit that to be, oh, he's oh, this way or he's that way. Like, over, cause man. I love, oh, I love talking behind people's backs. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I used to say this as a joke, but then it became real where I was like, I hate saying this, but, and then I would, <laughs> I would rip into these people. I would say, listen, you know me, I would never say anything bad. Like, can you believe, you know, and then I would go in yeah. and I'm like, I would be great for reality TV because yeah. I'm already loving, like, can you believe this guy over yeah. here? And, and there's um, some things too. It's like you say, and you're like, this is, it's just funny or it's really sassy. I'm like, I don't really, I wasn't hurting anyone. Yeah. I mean, you're just like popping off. And if you were with your friends and you're just like cracking jokes, but then that taken out and only put next to the mm-hmm. things that you're saying, it's like, she's such a bitch. Right. Or if it's like, you know, when you're making jokes with your friends, you're sort of heightening it every time. Yeah. So yeah. And the producers he, he, yeah. are hyping you up right. too. Right. Like I would sit down and they'd be like, so Jake was there gaslighting you. And I was like, he was there gaslighting <laughs> yeah. me. And like, well, aren't you mad? I'm like, now that you say it, I am mad. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, they're putting, yeah, yeah, it's like there's a seed of truth to it. Yeah. So you can be ignited by their flame right. of anger. Well, and then even times there was, I was like, no, nah, like, I don't really care. And they'd be like, well, what about this? And you're like, 
well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and and you're not even really mad, but you, they're like, right. we'll talk about this side of it. And you do. And it's like, like that's the it. part that gets pulled. So there are also certain genres of reality TV yeah. that I'm I'm more upset to learn that maybe there's yeah be like like those uh what is it home makeover you know oh, i don't want to yeah i don't want to hear that there the was like is. that they already got the house or, yeah. or even that like the makeover they did wasn't very good quality because it's so rushed so like you I love heard. this family yeah. and then they do a makeover and but it's just for tv right. and then now you've kind of Ruin, ruin their house yeah. Yeah. and they have to pay for like all the stuff to get everything fixed well, afterward yeah. Wait, pimp my ride apparently <laughs> you know a lot of those things like putting an aquarium in the trunk of your Who you know knew? 1991 toyota that's actually not good you're oh. now you're leaking oh. you know aquarium water out out your ass exhibit and that's what I will, you, uh, you know, about our, our show is that the challenges were real. We had no clue what was going to happen next. Like I always had anxiety and a tummy ache because you <laughs> never knew. Uh, so our reactions were genuine. Our, the friendships we were building were genuine. It's just that there is so much more that just yeah. can't make it to camera, to air. Maybe that's the key is the, yeah. the real elements in these shows that need to be real are like at the core of it. Right. Yeah. Like, so yeah, maybe some yeah, the of the things of are encouraged true. to be fictionalized or that conversation you wouldn't have had, but yeah. Well, now I have a question. Mm. If you could be, it's like, you've already been on one, you haven't ever, but if Me, you Joe, could be yeah. on any reality TV show, what would you pick? Oh, I don't What's know. I, yeah. I haven't, <laughs> I, had, I wasn't a big reality show watcher. Like I didn't own a TV for like 10 years. Oh, I only got one cause I had to like watch something else. So. <laughs> What, would, what do you think? Um, what yours? Well, we're going on Amazing Race, Cammie well, and I. no, you're not. Because it's I'm, that teamwork. I, it's over now, but I oh. love the real world for oh. some reason. Yeah, I mean, like Jersey Shore. I would have been good at that. There we go. <laughs> Jersey Shore. Okay, are you from Jersey? No. Oh. <laughs> She's just like but, there. They're like, what are you doing? They're like. She's pretending to be from here. She's she gets like, like really tan. She talks about her childhood growing up on the shore. Like, um, can't be true. I don't know because I would be very concerned about how I look on TV. Yeah. And so, you, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I would well, be Well, do you have like a tagline? Yes. What is it? Fuck the haters. <laughs> Joe's here to win. What's yours, Julie? Gaslight Quick. girl boss. Gaslight girl boss. <laughs> the Camry. end. I love my friends. Oh, Camry's, <laughs> Camry's the likable one. You can't one. make that the villain. <laughs> I'm kidding. They'll find a way. As usual. Everyone loves Camry. Joe hates that I'm a good friend. It's really weird. Yeah. He like has, he's like seething whenever I like, I'll get my friend a good gift. He's like, of course. Yeah. Of well, course you did. listen, the true, <laughs> and this actually maybe relates to mine a little bit, <laughs> but uh, I get annoyed because I feel like, uh, Camry gets taken advantage of because she's too good of a friend. That's just what I'll say. That's not my topic though. Okay. Yeah. Let's dive deeper. <laughs> um, but this is related because mine okay. is about nice and bad, but I'm talking about those nice guys versus bad boys. Who do y'all love? Who do you hate? Let's start the clock. Julie. <laughs> nice guys or bad boys? Who's better? They're both not for me, to be honest. You hate men. <laughs> I don't hate men. It's oh, okay. like the lie detector. Um, that was a lie. I have also been in the same dilemma where mm. I have been, you know, bored by the nice guys, um, more attracted to the bad boys. 
I'm not surprised I have attachment issues. Everyone's like coming for me for it. I'm like, I grew up without a family. I did not have parental figures in my life. What do you guys expect? I'm working on it. I'm trying to heal from it. So see, that's why I'm like, not, none of them for me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. None of the above. You got to focus on yourself. Camry, nice guy, bad boy. You know, something about a bad boy. Oh, I know it's bad, I obviously. Know it's bad. And I know it's going to end terribly. And I know I'm going to obsess and be the one that's hurt in the end, but I yeah. love a good trauma so bond. <laughs> there's nothing like it there's quite in the world. Nothing like it. <laughs> nothing like the high. It's hot. Okay. Hot. Well, I did a poll on the Chives Instagram yesterday oh, and we Lord. got, you know, we got a good amount of votes. I, I said, ladies, let, let me know. Um, but certainly a lot of men voted too. Cause I think the, I think the men, well, maybe they're bad boys because they're voting, but I think they wanted to see the results. So take that what you will. Nice guys got 1,100 votes, 1,151. Oh. Bad boys got 522. Oh, So uh, nice guys got 69%. Oh. Nice. <laughs> and bad boys got 31. So I think, I think, and you know, I'll speak for women here. <laughs> I Please think do. women and men, we all want to say we like the nice guy. Like, you know, logically, the nice guy is going to be good for like stability and some of these other things. But is there the passion you mentioned? Like you said the boring. Yeah. yeah. If you got, if you're a boring, nice guy. I have a controversial opinion about this too, okay. is that a lot of, I don't always buy the nice guy narrative. Sometimes mm -hmm. I think it leans a little victim leaning. And I don't think there's any woman out there that it's not that we don't want to be treated nice, but those things that are maybe typically seen as traditionally masculine, those might be something like, you know, leading and taking the lead on mm -hmm. things. It might be seen as typically masculine. And so we subscribe that to maybe the bad boy that has that and that the nice guy doesn't really have that because yes, I want to be treated nice, but I don't want to have to be able to walk all over you. Right. Have you not stand up for yourself, have not a strong direction in your life where the bad boy might be very like entrepreneurial, whatever that is. So I think that's another important conversation to have because I'm like, I don't want to be treated like shit, but I also need someone who can, I don't want to be able to steamroll all yeah. over you. That's a good point. And yes, very good. And like me being a bad boy, kind oh, of typical that's, okay. bad boy energy, all right. rebel without a cause, cigarette behind the ear. That's what they say. Drinking Miller Lite on a podcast. I, you know, it's my identity. <laughs> but I think, I mean, we kind of talked about it with reality shows. It's like no one is singularly one thing. True. Because I'm a nice boy too, but I'm a bad motherfucker. You know what I mean? I will kick anyone's ass. It is in the world. 90% of people struggle with some kind of like insecure attachment. Mm -hmm. So whether it's like an avoidant attachment, insecure attachment, disorganized attachment, we're all filled with like some type of attachment issues. And I think that's why you see a lot of like, we, we do end up with people who don't treat us well, even if we do. But then also you can be the nice guy and still be, not a great partner right. too. Yes. Right. So that's just the, the reality of the world we're also living in is there's a lot of people with a lot of messed up attachment issues. We should mention too, I don't think we said this on air, but you have a master's in psychology. I do have a so master's this in is, psychology. This is some this is of the, real. Yeah. this is some of the best advice <laughs> I'm going to hear. Yeah. I wanted to bring in some numbers. Okay. Okay. So I, I, cause I was trying to see, well, what does science say, you know, about these things? And uh, so apparently men, they did this thing that, I don't know how to explain it because I'm not, I didn't have a master's in anything, but <laughs> so he can't read. <laughs> I can't, I don't, can you, what really language struggling. is this? Um, but it says men who measured below average on agreeableness 
mm-hmm. which is, you know, you're nice, you're agreeable. Yeah. You're, they, they earned mm-hmm. um, 18% more. So if you measured low on agreeableness, so if you're cranky, if you're not agreeable. <laughs> I measure really low on that. I've taken that personality. Just not right. a, not yeah. a so yes man. That's saying you're going to make 18% more or $9,000, $9,772 more. So, I mean, then you're having some of these factors play in too. Well, now maybe you have more confidence because yeah. you're making more money and and there's psychology behind like people pleasing. That's not always yeah. a positive trait when it's to yeah. the extreme too, because you're also saying like that's codependent behavior. What, who do I need to be so that you like me and putting your own right. needs aside. So there mm-hmm. is a part of, no, I'm not agreeable, but I'm also going to root for myself first. Should I tell my boss to go fuck himself? Do you it right scientifically, now. Scientifically, Yes. <laughs> No, I'm scared. No, don't do it. Why would you do that? The research says yes. <laughs> well, is, research says Fuck you. Um, okay, here's another thing. So there was a survey of men in 1996, oh, and it found that nice guys born. who were modest, agreeable, and unselfish were disadvantaged in sexual relationships. Men who were manipulative, <laughs> arrogant, calculating, and sly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm getting hot. <laughs> they they uh, were more sexually active and had a greater yeah. variety of sexual experiences, a greater number of partners. What I do you think it. of that study? <laughs> I think there's also like insecurities of someone who needs to like constantly have a new partner. And like that True. is exploitiveness, which I'm not surprised those uh, traits do very well in a capitalistic society with <laughs> making more money. So there's, but there's a lot to it, right? It's way more nuanced than a couple of numbers, just like reality TV. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is like the See, most intelligent conversation I think we've had on this. Thank podcast. you, because internet saying I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly she's not. <laughs> she's stupid and mean. But yeah, she's they that really wrong. boiled it down to that. And we don't edit this, no. so this is uncut. You know that other show there, <laughs> picking and choosing. Um, there was something I thought this was funny. Male narcissists spend more time building up their muscle mass. Yeah. So maybe they are hot. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's the thing. You know, not they're good. Hot, but they're yeah, narcissists. <laughs> And we have 20 seconds. This is the final quote. And I think you kind of touched on this, Julie. The idea, this is a quote. I'm reading a quote. And I don't remember the source. It was something like. Ten seconds. Oh, shit. (laughs) I'm a bad boy. I'm going to go after the time. The time's going to ring and the bad boy's going to finish his quote. Let's the alarm. Oh, am I canceled? That's all we have for today. Here's the quote. Thank you for watching. Hey. (laughs) Hey. No conflict. Uh, can I read the quote? Go, please. please. Oh, okay. So you're saying I <laughs> don't ask too us much for time. permission. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Listen you're a to bad this. Boy. Hey, listen to this. <laughs> the idea that women want to date bad boys really just enforces the misogynist's idea of deceitful women and earnest, nice men baffled by their lack of dating success. Interesting. That's, See, to me, that's, that's very like, I don't know. I don't know. Poor me, like yes, oh, exactly. Yeah. No, like you know I'm, you do that? I'm not doing well. Yeah. I think of myself as a nice guy, and then I say, they don't like and nice then I'm like, guys. Right. How nice Whenever of a say, guy are you when yeah. you're over there? Like, well, women just don't. Mm-hmm. They just don't like being yeah. treated well. Yeah, it's like, but again, I don't have to worry about that. I'm a bad sure, boy. Okay. Women line up. So, Julie, <laughs> thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Would you like to plug your social media? Yes. You can follow me. 
<laughs> I thought I'd like you were like, nah, not really. That's okay. Not Goodness. really proud of this episode. I did. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Julie Tice official. My last name is spelled T H E I S. And you can also follow me on TikTok, which is just Julie Tice on TikTok. And are you, what are you doing on TikTok? I uh, normally do a lot of like psych breakdowns. Everything has kind of a psychology thread throughout it. Mm -hmm. So we could yeah. learn. We could. Yeah, there's a lot on there. I've done some cool stuff. Good. Do we'll we'll be following. And everyone can also find you on The Trust on Netflix. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Trust on Netflix. Netflix. Now streaming. Now streaming. Um, thank you, Camry, for being on the show with me today. You're welcome. Fuck you. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I'm too bad. I gotta go. Right? Julie? As a villain, I understand. <laughs> We have villain energy. Help me. I'm Follow the nice one. <laughs> uh, Camry and I. And you know what? Please Sorry. like and subscribe. We're on YouTube. We're on all your podcast platforms. Leave a rating. Leave a comment. And, you know, we actually have an email address now, too. It's hellpod at thechive.com. So send in some suggestions, some nice, like, little words of encouragement. <laughs> nice. Maybe some, yeah. Please be nice. On nice make, maybe recipes. Recipes? I don't know. Don't clog it with shit. We well, don't want to have to sort like, them I don't out. consider it shit. I consider it very valuable, and I consider your time and our banana time Banana bread? <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Please send banana bread recipes. No, because then we're going to- suggestions for topics. I don't well. want to talk about banana bread for seven minutes. Well, well you're some on your of own us on that do. One. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, Speak for off. yourself. Sounds good. Thanks, everybody. We're going to have a banana bread podcast. That's all. That we will. Okay, good luck to you. <laughs> and we're going to edit it so that it looks like you burnt the banana bread and gave us purposely the wrong recipe. I'm a guest. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he took. You away. like replaced the like the sugar with salt. I would like, love to be on your gonna show. You're going to have so much sodium. Okay, well, some people <laughs> like <is> it. evil. <laughs> some people like it. This was Joe's audition to be on a Netflix reality show. Netflix call. Yeah, you can email hellpod at thechive.com <laughs> if you want Camry and I on your next Aww. big project. Thank you. Or if you just want me. Okay. Well. See you next time. Good night. <laughs>